0: All right, welcome back, everybody. It's been a while since the CarCast had an episode, and so we're here. Uh, a couple of logistical delays kept us from doing one right before uh, the uh, road trip, and then of course the six-game trip. You don't do CarCast on the road because we're not in the same city usually, and even if we are, and I don't drive, to the you game. don't drive to the Stars games down at the uh, old Ticket Radio station because you don't need to be there. No, so that would be ridiculous. Yeah. Now you're welcome was, to show for me to and from the radio broadcast. That's hard to do when I'm at the game, though. <clears throat> yes, on the road. Now yes. you weren't at the all six of them, but the nonetheless, three though. Yes. All right, so we're back, uh, and uh, let's go right to the main. You can't bury the lead here. Stars four three feel good win over the Sharks is overshadowed by John Klingberg suffering a upper body injury. That will sideline him for, as Jim Montgomery said, at least three weeks. As the best case scenario, could yeah. be worse, and they'll find out more when he gets evaluated by team doctors tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is a huge blow to an already very much banged up and depleted defense. There court.
1: was, and we're, this is, there seemed to be, and obviously we'll learn more from the doctors and get things tomorrow from what the team tells us, but. There was definitely some certainty, because if you listen to the audio, uh, Montgomery gives an update, and then I actually asked the quick confirmation of three weeks, yes. and
0: then he f- responded basically at least. And then there was a later question asked of, uh, you know, could that be, mean something's broken? He yeah. said, it sure sounds that way, but we're not sure yet, which yeah. is, yeah, I mean, look, it doesn't take a, a medical doctor to hear three weeks, four weeks, is that's a, a, a typical athlete broken bone yeah, with non-displacement. Yep. I if mean, this there's is, displacement. Then usually that means surgery, which means eight weeks plus. So. Yeah.
1: And I mean, this is. It's not good. And, Stars defense now, whether it's, if you want, if whether you depending on, depending on where you, depending on where you put Reese Scarlet on the overall depth chart, you they're either have they've had, either six six of their top. 12 defensemen across the organization are hurt right now. That's
0: crazy. That's or, half of the yeah. AHL and NHL depth, yes.
1: right? It's, it is. I mean, you have, right now, we can go We can go through it quickly. I mean, Klingberg's injury tonight. You have Stephen Johns who, we still dealing with the post-traumatic headaches. We and have... here's ears ringing, which yep. are causing him massive discomfort. Connor Carrick's ankle, he hasn't skated in five or six days now. Mark Mathot. Mark Mathot's knee, who... May, he's the one who has the best chance of playing Saturday, but it's not looking good for that either. Nope. Um, down in the AHL, Gavin Bayruthers, her with a knee injury. You have. Hasn't played for almost a hasn't month. Hasn't played since October 12th. And then you have Reese Scarlett, who had been playing pretty well and actually had a pretty decent camp, who blew out his knee and was done for the year. Yep. So,
0: and that was very early on. That was on. very early.
1: And that was like second or third game of the season. And That's, six right there. That's six right there. Six right there. Six defenseman in your, in your yeah. organization. And, then, and the next guy up is going to be—it's going to be Joel Hanley. And I don't—and it, this is no disrespect to Joel Hanley, but it's a name where—it's
0: not a household name in Dallas.
1: No, it's not. He's played. I mean, for McCork. because he's not a star's draft pick either. That's part of it. Quick update right? on Joel Hanley. I mean, for who Joel Hanley is, he played five NHL games with Arizona last year, so he's played in the NHL, which is at least something. That is- some encouragement, and he's played 22 career games, NHL games in his career. Over, and I think all of those 22 have come within the last three seasons. He's averaged about five or six per season. Um, so he's at least played NHL games. But I mean, he was people. People may not remember this. Hanley, Hanley and Bayruth were the last two defensive cuts. Yep. Um, before the
0: uh, so he was the give, cut, some, giving he received some significant look from the
1: coaching staff. Yes, he was. He was sent down. Dylan Hetherington was sent down before Joel Hamley. Which
0: is crazy. There. Yeah. But, obviously, the depth chart's a little different now. Um, so, what does this mean? Well, it means that Miro Haskin is probably your number one right now with Lindell right there with him. Yeah. Will they play together on Saturday? I'm not sure. It could very well be the case.
1: I think. I mean, I think. I don't think or so. Or do
0: you I... split them to kind of have your one-two punch and do you find, uh, you know, Roman Polak and Julius Honka as your top two right sides. That's, I think I, you have. To. I think you have to do that. I think you go left because I don't righty. think you go Honka Polak as your second pair. No,
1: I think you go lefty righty, and I think you go Miro Miro with probably Miro with
0: Polak and Essa with Julius. I mean, but, this is a huge deal yeah. for Julius Honka to be able to. Uh, I mean, he's been he was on the bubble of making of being on this on in the starting lineup. I mean, yeah, Scratch, yeah, yeah. Yes. Especially with Steven John's yeah. playing well, and they scratched him for a left-handed defenseman. Yeah, when they didn't have three rights in the lineup because of John's injury and and so forth. So, and of course with Carrick and, and Polak, mm-hmm. right? He couldn't. He, they had other rights above him in the oh, group. Polak played twenty-three minutes to me. So I obviously think. Polak's going to play big minutes. But again, this is a chance for Honka. As you heard. Uh, Jim Montgomery throw out the New England Patriots next man up re- <laughs> reference. I'm sure, Which you were beaming with that. I had to chuckle a little okay. bit with that. But the point is, is that Hawk is going to get a chance over the next few weeks to play significant time and really give a can you do something with you, your NHL opportunity? Yeah, because even if even if Mark, I mean, I mean, Jason Dickinson might be your next defenseman.
1: He's done it before. He, Jason Dickinson has played defense, but he played defense in the OHL a couple times.
0: Of course, on a joking standpoint, yeah. JaVale Smith has played a lot of defensive practice from yeah. early in the season. Yeah. <laughs> Remy Alley's
1: been run on defense pairs over in Buffalo. Yes. So. Yeah, well, <laughs> there you have it. I yeah, I, I. mean, it's – This is the – For the person whose go-to almost catchphrase is, you can never have too many defensemen, the barrel was empty. Like,
0: for Jim, Nil, this is, for the person who's always... I mean, technically not.
1: Technically not, but but this is... The barrel
0: is getting very much to the bottom. Because we're talking about, besides Hanley, who has some NHL experience, you're talking about playing prospects that are just starting their NHL, or their professional
1: career. After Hanley, your options are now, all of a sudden, we're looking at... Nicholas Hansen. Nicholas Hansen, who was was scratched the entire Calder Cup playoff run because he's... he's I don't want to say he's not good, but he's not good. <laughs> well, he, he's he yeah. hasn't played an NHL game yet. He has not played an NHL game. John Nyberg, who's not ready.
0: Somebody Nyberg asked, is young, first year over here. Somebody
1: asked me about Ben Gleason on Twitter. He's not ready. Not uh, on no, 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 an NHL. No, not is he a, or did he get well, yes, an NHL? Okay, NFL so deal, yeah. Ben
0: Gleason could in theory. Again, you're talking about guys that have never played in the yeah, NHL. I mean, they're they are they are so. Depleted right now. As far and as the goes, funny thing, Sean is that because of the early depth they had, said, so "Wow, you've got guys like Bayreuther and Scarlet and Hanley, and of course Hetherington in the AHL." You can call it H- Heatherington or Bayreuther up at any point, you're feeling very good about yourself. They didn't go out and sign an NHL veteran mm-hmm. or a veteran AHL guy like a Max Fortunus in the past, or the or Andrew Bondarchuk. Bonnerchuk, last Bonnerchuk or Brett Regner, who yeah, also yes. was very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, why? Because they had Hetherington and Bayreuther and Scarlett and Hanley and said, we've got plenty. We don't need it. Yeah. And guess what? Now, I mean, this is crazy. Uh, so, obviously, this is going to be a big storyline for the next little bit. Yeah. Um, even if you had Mathot and Johns and Carrick healthy, it's still a huge loss. It's still a huge loss because he's John Klingberg. He's your, your point man on the power play. He plays a ton of minutes. He's obviously been one of the more offensive-minded players, forward or D, so far, mm-hmm. right? With with all the injuries with forwards, with Ratchelov being hurt, Richie being having a, a upper body infection, inflammation or whatever inflammation they that it. caused an infection that's caused under the weatherness. <laughs> Basically, he hasn't been feeling well. Yes, um, and so there's issues. Yeah, and, and we haven't seen really consistent scoring. So,
1: and we're not seeing reinforcements anytime soon. That's just
0: it's not. I mean, and you don't think Radulov is ready to go on Saturday? Didn't skate today.
1: Like, didn't skate today. He did step, step foot, foot on the ice. Yeah, but he stepped foot. <laughs> he stepped foot on the ice only the way Alexander Radulov can in his in his flip flop and his, his sneakers and hoodie and he was shooting
0: pucks and. Yeah, it's just it's not where you want him to be. So hard to tell on that. So anyway. Um, on the let's talk about some good news now. Yes. stars get some goals from guys. Other they get one from Tyler Sagan finally, which was a big deal because he hadn't scored since early October. And they also get a couple of goals from Devin Shore, who was fabulous tonight. And they needed it. Uh, the first one was a heck of a rush play from Sagan and Nachushkin to get to Shore for and beat him with uh, beat Martin Jones with a great shot. His game winner in the third period was. A bit fortuitous that the puck rebounded to his stick, but he yeah. didn't miss an open net. Yeah, no, he good finish. Uh, Sometimes both, right time, right place and, is a good thing.
1: And both, and it's um, after we spoke to Devin tonight, and after the bit of the scrum, I talked to him a little bit more about just what he's feeling right now because he's contributing offensively. He's been he's been looking confident, and I talked to him a little bit about this, and he brought up how. He's not really overthinking things right now. And that's something that he's been too much of a thinker in the past. Yep. this is his own assessment. He's been too much of a thinker in the past. And he kind of... And you think about both goals today. Goals he didn't really have to think on. The second one, obviously, just, right play, just right play, right the right time. And, the, and then the first one, nice play by Va- uh, Nachushkin entering his zone. Tyler hits him with the pass, and he just, he just does what he has to do, and just shoots the puck. So, good on him. Um, it was... That's the type. That's the type of thing they start. They need to see things like that from guys who are yep. the depth scoring. Wow. Uh, everyone be safe on the roads, please. There's like what five or six three cars or four
0: accidents we just drove by. Yeah. Some down a hill in a bank. So that's not good. Yeah. Okay. Um. Getting back to the stars and not the treacherous road conditions. Um. It's
1: been raining much worse earlier.
0: Yeah, we knocked out the satellite TV it service did. inside the arena because I noticed they had to switch it over. But yeah. Anyway, um, Star's second goal tonight, or excuse me, third goal, pretty, which came 45 <laughs> seconds after Sagan's unassisted goal, was a passing gem between Miro Haskin and Jason Dickinson, and then which Jamel led Smith. To Jamel Smith finishing it. Yeah, uh, he had he had the open net slam dunk. Those are pretty easy goals to score when the passing is done as it was. Dickinson to and back to Dickinson, and in one motion he took it and centered it. Yeah. It just a pretty goal. Oh, yeah, it was... But when you're getting goals from that line... Yes, that's big. That's huge. Right? That's, that, that's balanced scoring. Yep. And... So that's good. St- uh, Stars almost gave it away, though. Oh, was, oh my God. Uh, this it was is... 3-3 in the third period when Evander Kane scored. Mm-hmm. And then Hudoven yeah. made a... Big time save on Brent Burns when it was tied mm-hmm. uh, from not too far out. He had to stretch quickly to his right to make a very good, nice reaction save. That kept it tied because if, if uh, I mean, it was it was both ends, right? So they had a breakaway. Sagan had a breakaway shorthanded. Yeah. Could have been 4 2, and that would have ended the game. Mm-hmm. Then they come back and score with Kane. Hudobin makes that save to keep it from being 4 3 Sharks. Shore scores, makes it 4-3 Dallas. And then the sequence at the end is insane. Empty net goal, empty net. Jamie Benn in the slot, could have shot it, chooses instead to calmly pass it to the right-hand side to Sagan, who is forced wide and shoots it off the outside of the net. And then the puck goes up, and by the way, Jamie had had a breakaway at the end of the second period when it was Mm 3-2, that he was denied by a very good save by Martin Jones. So, then it there's six skaters on the ice for the Sharks. The Stars are trying; to, they're inside the final minute. They're trying to defend a one-goal lead, and Mister 1500, Joe Thornton, Martin, yeah. is wide open, unmarked at the Stars' blue line. Stretch pass, and he's got a breakaway, and Hudobin denies him. I mean, yeah. it's it was a great save, and you go, how is that even possible at that point of the game? Yeah, actually, Roman
1: Polak owned up to it after the game. We talked to him. What did he say? Polak after the game, and he said he, that was his, that he. He said that was his man. That was huh. his his fault. He got Oops. he got caught, and Anton bailed him out. Um, but obviously, there's blame there. But the other thing is, I I know Tyler just went through this streak where he's you're you're trying to help him pad his stats, but put the puck in the end yes, of the game. Jamie should have shot the, that Just one. end yep. the game, like it's
0: I. Was, I mean, it, look, it almost cost them. Ultimately, it didn't, so it's, you know, you, you sort of brush it off. But, yes, let's get this one in the net and finish it. Yeah, it's, I mean, this is, if anything, this franchise, I'm
1: going to bring up some old wounds here people aren't going to like. If anything, this is a franchise that you should know, when the net is empty, just put the puck in. Yes. I mean, as, as, as,
0: <laughs> that is an old wound. I mean. All right, so um, the good news is, is that you got yet another stellar performance from Anton Hudobin. He's been um, very good. He was not one of the three stars tonight on Mike Hikas uh, official selection. I, I disagree with that. I don't know uh, if he – I think he was number one, but I could argue number two. Who were the three stars? Number one was, star was Devin Shore. Okay. Sagan was two, and Brent Burns – Brent Burns. I don't know why I said Brent. Brent Burns was number three. Now, Burns, I think, was their best uh, – Carlson played 29 minutes, but when the, the Sharks needed to tie the game – Burns had two big scoring chances on the power plate, and, and Hudobin uh, had big save. He set up the Pavelski goal, he set up the Kane goal, and then he almost scored a goal-ahead goal with Hudobin. Yeah. Uh, he was a he was a beast in that third period when the game was on the line. Yeah, no. So I I'm would... okay with that. Look, Sagan had a two-point night. He could have had three with the breakaway and the empty net try. Um, but Shore's two goals were huge. Mm-hmm. And guess what? If you don't win that game, if Dovin doesn't make 33... If, oh, it, it, I mean, it's not just not just the quantity of saves. It's the quality of I them. mean, he stopped uh, Chartier on a, a breakaway. He good. stopped Thornton on a breakaway. Burns from uh, close range. And then countless other scoring chances that were really... I mean, I had 17 to 16 Sharks by quality chances. Mm-hmm. 17. That, whenever you're up... Over 15, closer to 20 than 10, it means you've had a pretty good offensive night, is creating some quality chances to put the puck in the net.
1: Yeah, I mean, and
0: that's, that's also a testament to do. We saw the shot totals, but... Yes. Even though
1: Martin Jones' save percentage isn't that good after this game, he actually made a lot of really tough
0: saves. He made some good saves, but he gave up four goals on only 22. Yeah, times. no,
1: I, I know his save percentage right. won't be as good, but he was... No, I thought he, he was
0: fine, yeah. but at the same time, I don't think... I thought Hudobin outplayed Udobin, him. No, Hudobin yes. outplayed him for sure, and Hudobin but, should, but should have been one of the three uh, stars. Quick side point. note, because we like to t- talk and discuss and argue and debate about goalies. Martin Jones... Uh, was that was his first regulation loss in his last eight starts he was 6-0-1 but he he even spite of having the second most wins in the nhl coming into tonight he has an under 90 save percentage Mm -hmm. and his goals against was high and so i know stats may be misleading and there may be other factors and look martin jones is clearly their number one there's no doubt about that i like him i think he's a good goalie but i don't know if he's been fabulous he's been good um He's not John Gibson good right now.
1: No, and the other thing is, someone compared him. Someone made the comparison to, and it's not. I don't. I don't agree with this comparison because it's not the same. But some people, someone was who was defending Jones to me made the point that it is a. It's a result of the system where he gets. It's like the uh, old Devils of the the '90s, where the goalie's save percent, where Bredor's right, save percent. Because you're not getting the shots. Where this, he wasn't getting the shots, right, so his okay. save percentage wasn't as good. But because of the amount of shots and the type of saves they needed, um, it should have been. The save percentage wasn't a fair reflection. I don't know if that's the case for for Jones or not because I don't watch every Sharks game. Uh, I will say I thought he made some big saves that he needed to tonight. I think about the goals against. Yep. Um, I don't really. I don't really have an issue with the goals against especially with considering Brendan Dillon basically served one up to Sagan right there. Um, so I, I think Jones was – I mean, I went, we started this talking about three stars. Like Jones is not a, one of the three stars. I'm not saying that no. at all.
0: But Pudubin No, but he, was, wasn't, yeah. he wasn't bad. Yeah. It wasn't like every goal that was a howler. I mean, look, the Devon Shore was short side high, but it was on the rush. You'd like to see your goalie make that save. The second goal was Sagan on a, a turnover – quick low oh, rockers. Yeah. and that's one of the better shooters in the league scoring. The third one was a tap-in because of the passing, and the fourth one was a rebound. So really, only one you have even an issue, and even that, it, it may, yeah, I don't may be it, grasping uh, a yeah. straws. So, yeah, um, okay. Time to her- turn to the lightning round, because okay. we're already past our interchange here, so that's sort of signifying it. So let's get to it. Um, lightning round tonight, uh, where do we want to start? Let's start with Uh, well, we already, KJ wrote in, why wasn't Dobby the number one star? Okay, we already talked about that. Um, so, let's go to, Stefan wrote, chances the stars try to make a move with so many injuries on defense.
1: Um, no, because it's not, um, they're not going to, let me, let me put it this way, okay. They're not going to make a move. Like, as in a trade. Yeah, they're not going to make a trade. The only they're not going to make a trade for a defenseman of the fill-in nature. Let's put it that way.
0: Um, Let me ask you this: Do you think that uh, there's? I mean, look, these guys will get healthy. Carrick will return. Yes, no. So I think Johns will at some point. Mathot, obviously Klingberg. So so so, hold on, I, I got. I want to finish this. Do the Texas Stars with Scarlett's injury? Do they need somebody? And if that's the case, would they try to go find an AHL veteran? They get they add to the group and then possibly call up to Dallas on that's a temporary like, I mean, I basis. Could, I could
1: see that. And is think, that possible? I think that's highly possible, actually. I think that's the type of move that could happen.
0: You're not trading away an asset yeah. to get another NHL defenseman at this moment. Yeah, no, but the they, the organizational depth right now, they need to... Do you think it would be different if one of these injuries was end of year, season ending kind of thing? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Really,
1: the only season ending injury for all of these is, uh, is, is Scarlett. It's Scarlett, right, yeah. the AHL. So, that's, so there's no, I mean, in theory, hopefully, in theory, maybe John's plays next week. I mean, obviously, I'm not counting we on that at no all. We have no idea. His, his injury is so... And it's I, unpredictable,
0: and, and there's I, no update.
1: And there's no timeline on that, too. And I, you know, I know people want to know on, on that and everything, but no one knows on John's. Right now. So it's like...
0: Yeah. Um, Drake writes in, Dickinson looks like he's here to stay, gaining confidence. Thoughts? Well, he was
1: He was here to stay. Started training yeah. Right. I, I think yeah. that
0: the question is misleading. It's not about is he going to stay in the lineup. It's more of the is is he, he's gaining confidence. Is he going to be a staple in the lineup? Yeah, um, I think so. I don't think you're going to see him healthy scratched. I mean, it's still possible if you have a couple of bad games with the competition and I, I, I stuff. Think, but I think he's. I think for him, the quickly inter- showing himself. But here's the thing, Sean. He may have to go back to the wing uh, when Martin. Hansel. That's what I was about to bring yeah. up. So I think he. He
1: has been really good. He's shown his confidence. He's creating, and we've we've known Jason feels more comfortable at center. That's really shown. Now, at the end of November, maybe early in December, December. Yeah, um, which isn't far away. In theory, he may have to move to the wing because of Martin Hansel. Yep, that is going to be the true test when because he's found this spot that works well for him. Yep. He's he's doing it down the middle somebody's going to have to move to the wing when Hansel comes back because they're not putting Hansel on the wing. So he's going to have to move to the wing to, and still have that same comfort level. That's when the test is going to be, where does he fit? Yep. Is, does he really have this spot? Not one, because he's not going down or anything like that. There's no way that's happening. But does he have this confidence? Does it carry over when he gets moved to a position that right. he is admittedly himself not as comfortable in? Uh.
0: Nukor, or Nukor, N U U K O R, I don't know how to pronounce that, so I'm just going to b- butcher it. What's the story? This is for you, Sean. What's the story behind Gurianoff's number? Don't know. You just did an article, a fabulous one, chronicling all of the players in the Dallas Stars roster right now in the NHL and the stories behind their numbers. And the overwhelming majority of players said, well, this is the number they gave me, or they gave me a choice, and this is the one I picked up the three or four options they gave yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah,
1: um, I don't know Danny's number story because he wasn't on the NHL roster yeah. to be asked at the time. Um, we, I'm sure we – I'm something I'm planning – I probably will ask him. Is
0: there an addendum planned?
1: We can always – it's the internet. We can always <laughs> add stuff on there. Just like, for example, Connor Carrick's not in there because with his injury we have not been able to track Right, he hasn't him. been around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know the story with his number. Um, I mean, as far as – and this is what just – as people probably took from that story, one of the most interesting things about the – the numbers is how many players people put people fans and everything like that. Um, and I'm not there's nothing wrong with this. We put a lot of value in numbers, which clearly is often more times than the players actually put in the numbers, right?
0: Like, so by the way, you one of I, I don't read a lot of the comment sections of your articles, mm-hmm. but I read your articles, of course. And there was a comment, maybe it was the first or second one that said, Hey, why isn't Devin Shore used? 74, because 7 Shore rhymes with Devin Shore, because Shore had a, co- a quote of, you know, he used 94, because 94, Devin Shore rhymes. Yeah.
1: Well, he said 4 rhymes with
0: Shore. 4 it rhymes was, with it Shore, wasn't, right. It wasn't 9. Right. It has, right, but it was 4. It, yeah. Well, I actually went up to Devin this morning and said, hey, did you see, uh, you know, <laughs> I, this was a comment I found it amusing. He goes, yeah, he goes, I actually thought of that when I was 6 years old. So he wasn't... <laughs> demeaning or belittling the comment but he was just kind of saying like guys this is nothing new it's not like it hasn't crossed my mind yeah. when I was sick at six I said well my name rhymes with seven and yeah. my last name sure rhymes with four he goes but frankly he goes I don't think uh, I could do I said well 94 is kind of cool he said well, I can get away with it in college he goes I'm not a 90s guy in the NHL he goes you got to be a big time point producer sniper he goes maybe I grow into that but I kind of like 17 now and so he was showing respect and trying to be a bit modest and and not come out with sort of a gregarious number early on and and that's and that's the and thing, that's Devin Shore it's, it's his also, personality and it's
1: also this team too I mean if you read the in
0: the first part of the story it's not it, the it, Devils which really push low numbers it, it, but, it's, but it's not the San Jose Sharks yes, which exactly. have tons of yes. crazy Jim, and big numbers Jim Jim
1: Nill even has said that there's a respect to the game that he was, that's in his philosophy on the numbers is. He wants as many low numbers as possible.
0: All right, um, Jordan wrote another question about the stars with defense. Are we hoping for a waiver claim tomorrow?
1: There's no one to claim.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, you would if someone miraculously went on waivers tomorrow. The stars might think of something like that, but I don't think that's going to be the case. Could the it come up? Maybe Jordan also wrote, "Do you predict the sink or swim for Honk with this opportunity?" Yeah, we kind of talked about yeah. that already. Um, I read a rumor that the Stars are scouting Kevin Hayes of the New York Rangers. This is from Ryan. And might be wanting to trade for him. Does he bring anything special? He's a big guy. He's big. Size. He has shown some ability to score. I don't know if he's what they need. I, I I wouldn't mind somebody with size and strength, although they have some of those. They need a top six scorer. Yeah. Center or wing? Probably wing. Yeah, I mean, it, it's... Especially, yes, what the, well, let's, we didn't really talk about Dennis Gurianov all that much tonight. Yeah, I mean, it, he made his season debut, second game of his NHL career, clearly a more meaningful game than playing up one. the string in 2017, but this was two years ago, the end of the Lindy Ruff era. What did you think of Dennis Gurianov tonight? He played with Ben and spetsa for a good chunk of it. I
1: thought he had some good moments. I thought there was a lot of good things to build on. I think
0: almost went his way early. Yeah. Remember Brendan Dillon with a stick check on uh yeah. Sagan or Ben tried to do a little saucer pass. It was a, yeah. almost a two on one. Dillon broke it up. Otherwise, it would have been Gurianov one on one with Jones.
1: So he, I thought he had some good moments. Um, I thought there was some nerves you could see. Um, the one understandable. Th- he's a young kid. The one thing that is. The one thing that he did, and I'm not sure whether this is a reflection on usage, because his usage started to get lower. As he was still in there, but but one thing that Denny did the AHL that is just frustrating is there's ten games he would just disappear. And I'm not calling this a disappearing act because it's his first NHL game in a long time, and yep. there's some nerves in there. So I'm not calling this a disappearing act, but. He started strong, he had some really good things to build on, and you're like, okay, this is going to be a good game, he's yes. going to be able to do this. Yep. And then it kind of...
0: And there was off. a lot of five-on-five five yeah. play tonight. Yeah. There were very little power yeah. play. Stars had one power yeah. play. Uh, the Sharks had, what, three? Yeah. Yep, yep. yep. because of the and one yeah. was a double, minors was a double back. Minor. back. Yeah. So you had a ton of five-on-five five time, which yeah. is an opportunity for all forwards, because yeah. Guryanov was supposed to be on the second power play unit. We didn't really see much of that. Cool. But he, they play five-on-five five hockey.
1: Yeah, I can't just, and I just kind of pitted off. So it it was something with, him where I thought he was, I thought he was had his moments. He had some things to build on, but it's the type of thing where yep. you hope that that's just first
0: game nerves. Kind not unsurprising. Unsurpri- not, unsurri- not, unsurri- not it, you know, it happens to guys all the time. But, but you're hoping but just, for maybe he can be a I mean, look. Yeah. Again, it's not. Maybe it's not fair to compare him with guys in his draft. Timo Meyer was drafted a few spots ahead of him. He was ninth overall. Gurionov mm-hmm. was twelfth in 2015. Meyer scored his team leading and tied for the NHL lead 12th goal tonight. Obviously last year he had his set a career high with 21 goals. Mm -hmm. He's well on his way to break that pace. That's the guy that was taking three slots ahead of him. Mm -hmm. We can talk about a lot of that and everything, but, you know, guys develop at different paces, but that's, I think that's also an an eye opener to say, Hey, this guy's in your draft class and look what he's doing. What can you do? Yeah, it's, Cody writes in two things. One. Is Miro's stick-checking already one of the best in the league? And two, what do you think needs to change or improve to get the Stars to play Monty's style of puck possession, constantly under 50% Corsi 4? Now, again, the Sharks shoot from everywhere. It's part of their style where a lot of the shots aren't much, but they funnel a lot and try to throw big bodies toward the net as well, and they play fast.
1: Yeah. A Um, lot of
0: tips. Here's my thing, Sean. Step one for this second part about uh, puck possession, get healthy. Yeah. They haven't had a chance to learn the system and play with a full core of or full group like, of, of I, their I, roster. I've,
1: I've had people on Twitter like talk to me and says like, "Oh, well, you got to get Radic Fox a better left wing. Like, Who else are you gonna put with them?" Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it's. I think part of it is just part of the the Corsi and just the possession numbers. It's just who's available right now. Yep. That's, that's 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 the case. That's just the that's
0: the right. I mean, if that. you have. Radulov back in the lineup, that helps your top six and puts another guy farther down in the depth chart of the bottom six. If you have John's Mathot, Klingberg healthy, uh, maybe Carrick, I don't know. I mean, he was another guy that pushed the, the, you know, the depth and gave, you know, Honka some competition, but Polak's been great, so neither of those guys might be in the lineup. That, if you have all of that, you're starting to talk about maybe a team that could do that, plus develop this system. Yeah. Right now, they're, it also they're takes, playing with a little bit of a, it, a short line. And, and it also takes,
1: like, Pete DeBoer actually had a really good comment on this this morning, um, where I asked him about what he saw in Dallas, and he said, what he sees in Dallas today will not be the Dallas team he sees next time I see them. I agree. Because he said, and he brought up, he said in his three NHL coaching stops in Florida, New Jersey, and San Jose, his team didn't really buy completely into his system until 20 games. Yep. And so the Stars getting close to 20 games. If we use that as a... The benchmark? That's the benchmark. Yeah, they're what, and at 16? 16 was tonight. So let's see. To answer the second part of that question, Miro's stick work is incredible. It's the, what he does, it's the type of thing that – It's you, off the charts good. It's off the charts good. You can't – it's not something – you can teach that, but it's not the – It's you, innate. It's, this guy is – It's IQ and hockey awareness that you can't teach. No. And as a quick – as a as – a
0: I actually thing. asked Jim Montgomery this after we finished our radio interview this morning. It was a, sort of yeah. – you know, Put the recorder down yeah. and just have a I said, does he just blow your mind? I said this to, to Monty. Every time you watch him play with what he does with his stick work, he goes, It's on it's incredible. He goes, I can't find the adjectives to properly describe it.
1: Yeah, this is a perfect tease. I'm actually we'll have a uh, film room on Miro tomorrow morning, actually.
0: Ooh. So. Uh, not spoiler, not teaser, spoiler, it's teaser. <laughs> uh, Nathan wrote one final question, but we kind of talked a little bit about it. How do you do the D pair shake out? after Klingberg's injury. And I, again, until you get somebody back, it's probably, I think you're right. I think you're gonna see Lindell Honka, Haskinen, and Polak. And you may see Polak, Haskinen, and Lindell more than anybody else, those three. Yeah, for sure. And then Honka as your four, Mm -hmm. but possibly playing paired with Lindell. And then you're gonna see Hetherington and Hanley, most likely, in spurts as your five, six. but. You know, look, even tonight with the guys they had, and when Klingberg was still healthy, you saw Rick Bonus changing pairings. We saw Klingberg and Haskin out together. We saw Klingberg and Hetherington out there at a time. Just because they're six doesn't mean they're going to play in three even pairs.
1: Yeah. That's that's it for our questions.
0: All right. Great lightning round.
1: Great lightning round. Practice Um,
0: tomorrow at noon in Frisco. No morning skate uh, on Saturday because it's an early game. One o'clock start against Nashville. Which I'm looking forward to. I like the early games.
1: Yes, all games should be at one.
0: And uh, CarCast after that. Should be. Yeah. So uh, Sun's Still Up CarCast. We don't do a lot of during the day CarCast. No, cast. we don't. Uh, that does it for us for now, but much more to come from Stars Universe.